I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coming up on TMS, you'll get no TMS Monday, no TMS Tuesday, no TMS Wednesday, and no Lieutenant Yar! Can't tell soft from hard. My butt just had a rapid unscheduled pressure event. I don't like soft G's. <laughs> the old team entrance hole. Depodcastinization. Don't watch Alan coming. Lifting gum off the floor. Hello. Is this your phone you're looking for? The vegan Glaswegian. Let's just say it's mayonnaise. Lord of the Rings style lightsaber. 661 pounds of fruit roll-ups. Punish 3D prints with Bill. The Who Chief with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And speaking of rude, there's flaming. Flaming. Unusually pointless and excessive outrage in electronic mail has become so common that it's now got its own name. Flaming. If you receive an angry message, you've been flamed. This is the morning stream, and we're gonna need a bigger boat. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I would like to just do a quick advertisement for our pre-show. Um, okay. Today right. was really great. We had we learned some things about how hockey and basketball uh, work together. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. We learned about how parrots yep. can't have Teflon in the house. Didn't know about that. That's right. Yep. And um, how the stratosphere looks like the clue uh, candlestick. <laughs> That's right, exactly. And, and the, yeah, and the listen, if you're not a patron or a live listener, you'll never know this unless you'll you never join know up. what any of those things mean. Yeah, yeah it was a it was a particular, and you'll hear a little bit of Running Scared, Brian's oh. impersonation of Billy Crystal's character from Running Scared. That's right, the perfect meal topped off with the perfect dessert. <laughs> so sign up and uh, get in Ooh, there. Okay, dessert, blueberry pie, yummy. Uh, so all right. It's been a day. I had oh, I couldn't sleep. Aww. I don't know what my deal is. I think I'm 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 stressed cuz I got a lot to get done this week. We've had very little yeah. time since we got home from Vegas to kind of catch up and I'm immediately going back to Vegas on uh mm-hmm. well not immediately, but I'm going back on on Saturday after film sack. And it just feels like I don't have there's not enough time between this and that for me to yeah, do it all. Sure. So I think it's like keeping me up a little bit. Uh, I'm not sleeping great. It's just a little frustrating trying to keep it all in motion and uh yeah. 
anyway, the reason I'm bringing that up is just to just to vent, but also to say I know there are way worse things out there in the world. Certainly, we've had our yeah. share of those this week in America. Don't want to get into details, but oh we're, gosh, yeah, no kidding. Gnarly yeah. bullshit going down. Poor and, uh, Scott getting yeah, poor, ready for vacation. Oh no! Me. Oh no! I might yeah. get to go spend time with tiny children and my wife and Aww. and my my uh, daughter and her husband. What a shame! It no, is. You gonna see uh, Shojo and the Jen and everybody Katrina while you're out there? I don't know about everybody, but some perhaps. the The mm-hmm. real trick is um, so our the the timeshare that we're staying in is out near the airport. Ish. Oh, really? Okay, so it's not. I th- for some reason, I thought it was just slightly off strip. But well, no, there's two of them, and the one off strip is on Flamingo, but that is all yeah. shut shut down right now. Um, gotcha. What are they doing? But is that for the stadium or something? Did, did all that shut down for? I don't know why. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, no. Uh, well, as you say, it might be because of the um, the race, but the race isn't until November. Oh the, yeah, uh, I would not come near this place. That wouldn't be this. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, stay away from Vegas for the race. Jeez, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh uh so so anyway, my point is we're going to be spending Kim and I our job on this trip, not our job, but our, but what we're planning on is we're going to be <laughs> with the kids a ton yeah. while Dylan and Taylor get to finally see Vegas for real cuz he's on there. Yeah. Kind of like is it a Mother's Day? It's like a Mother's Day thing, right? For it is. for Taylor the mother getting yeah. to go and have some fun without having to worry about the kids. Exactly. And even though Kim's a mother, she she loves doing this, so it's not hard it's not work yeah. for her. This is this is a, this is as much a Mother's Day gift for Kim as it is for Taylor. Yeah. So I don't know how much yeah. like fun fun like Vegas fun Kim and I are going to have, but mm-hmm. uh we'll see when we get out there. It's hard to say. I do know this though. Um you know, having Dylan only ever being there for a couple of soccer games in college in high school, he was in the soccer mm-hmm. team. His mm. knees are destroyed. That's his proof. He has bad knees now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Taylor's only been there for various bits with us. This is like sure. a real, you know, moment for them to just have a good time. So that's the plan. Yeah, I'm just stressed because I feel like I got a lot going on, and a lot of it I can I can do from there. I can do remote. Sure. Um, work on, but you know, I can't. Oh, but apparently not podcasting. No, nope. apparently re- not. Nope. Can't record no podcasts in the mornings. Sorry, everybody. Oh. Although, uh, oh. there won't be, we, uh, we're going to push stuff around so that play retro core and, well, I'll be home before core. So really, it only affects play retro and DTNS and, and then TMS, of course. Yeah. <laughs> So I tried. I tried to wiggle in the days where it. Yeah, it's like the easiest. It is kind of the easiest days, right? Like right after film sack, and yep. you've got the rest of Saturday, all of Sunday, Monday, and and you know yeah. you get to Wednesday, and really all that is affected is uh, play yeah. retro and film sack. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, TMS. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I'm very. I'm kind of excited, but uh, eh, fine. A little fine. Hey, you're going back soon, right? Pretty soon. I am uh, in uh, not till June, but mid June. Go out there for uh, Elvis Costello. Oh, and right. Nick Lowe, Nick Lowe opening for Elvis Costello. It's going to be a great show. You wouldn't miss that. Um, I wouldn't miss it when when the real Chris Brown buys buys me a uh, concert ticket. Uh, <laughs> hash, hashtag the uh, 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 Twitter handle the real Chris Brown. That's right. Um, so that'll be good. But Brian, so so yeah. If you want to know what month looks crazy, Brian's June looks oh, pretty God, crazy. My June is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, family reunion, uh, Elvis Costello, and then the MS one fifty, all like three weekends in a row, basically. And we're gonna you know gonna muddle through. We're gonna push it. Uh, Push that month to its extremes. You ready for that ride? You feeling uh, feeling good about that? Nope, nope, not yet. I'm not, but I still have a month and a half to get ready. <laughs> so you know, a lot yeah. can happen in 30, 30, 45 days. You know, yeah, 
I had a PT appointment yesterday and um, oh, she gave me a new stretching exercise that is the worst. I mean, basically sitting um, back up against a wall, uh, you know, feet on the butt on the ground yeah. and then lifting like flexing my right leg like tensing it up and then lifting it straight up and it's harder to do when you you can't move your back at all your back is flat against a wall you are Ooh. sitting like a right angle against a wall and yeah. you're trying to lift that leg and uh i have to do 90 of those 90 I'm scott s- i'm sorry 90 90 reps, the middle 30 reps uh, with weight on my leg, like with added weight on my leg. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Are you sure, are you sure yeah. P- PT doesn't stand for, um, I don't know. Uh, something torture. Something torture, <laughs> Plenty yeah. of torture. Point, per, pointless per, torture. Pointless torture. <laughs> Sounds hard, man. That's that's a lot. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, is no, uh, no bueno, as my physical therapist would say. I don't yeah. know why she always says it, but she says no bueno. Wow. But, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's uh, to work. So your quad, you know, your group of four muscles in your uh, leg, your upper leg, uh, there are three muscles that do a lot of the work, and then there's that one little muscle that that does a little bit of work. Keep the they kind of work together to keep your kneecap in place when you're bending your knee and stuff like that. Yeah. But that it's that it's that one little muscle that's not part of the big three that uh, needs to get worked, and that's the way to work it. Well, maybe you so. could get like a full on Popeye going with that thing, and that muscle will just be like a big old bulge. <laughs> It'll just be, yeah, <laughs> like bulging out of my leg while the other three are like, eh. yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. This is sure. a, this is a thing I would like to see. Sure. Okay. Uh, yep. Well, anyway, a busy busy month's coming up, everybody. But my June's wide open, by the way, wide yeah. open. Nothing yeah. going on. July, what's, what's, eh, August near, but July or June. That, um, the only TMS that'll get affected, I think, is Thursday the eighth. There's a couple couch parties that I might have to do remotely, but um, it's way more of an impact on FilmSack than it is on TMS. Yeah, FilmSack we do on weekends. It's kind of hard. Yeah, when the weekend's um, affected, so we'll, we'll we're we're gonna figure we have, something we out. We have plans in place for stuff. So. Yeah, we're gonna try to figure it out. We don't like to miss is our thing. Exactly. So. exactly. Uh, well, anyway, let's let us now. Oh, I, I'm gonna play some phone calls. Um, yeah, let's hear some phone calls. When these come in, it's just they feel like a priority. So I want to play these. This is one from uh, somebody talking about those thermal. Well, he's talking about thermal events, but it was in reference to the uh, SpaceX rocket exploding. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah, remember that right. term they used? What was the term? Explo- it was a conscious uncoupling. No, that was Gwyneth and uh, Chris Martin. Right. That it was, was a uh... a <laughs> unplanned disassembly. disassembly. No, it was something like that, though. It was Wasn't like that a, it? Yeah. I think that was it. Unplanned catastrophic disassembly or something? Uh, something, I thought, un... Damn it. Un, uh... Rapid unplanned. Rapid. Rapid unplanned disassembly? Was that really it? I think that was it. Rapid unscheduled. <laughs> I think it was unscheduled. Unscheduled, a rapid unscheduled disassembly, which yes. is even oh, weir- even weirder. Great, what a great euphemism! Yeah, yes. it's pretty awesome. So, uh, as a, as a fun little thing, we got a call about it. Let's check it out. Okay. Hey, Scott and Brian Zinger in Wisconsin here. I'm getting caught up. I'm way behind, but uh, a couple Thursdays ago, you guys were talking about uh, SpaceX's rapid unscheduled disassembly. I just want to let you guys know I worked uh, in the industrial world for a while, and whenever we had a fire. It was not called a fire. It was a thermal event. And if there was an explosion, oh, no, no, you cannot use the word explosion. You use the word thermal pressure event. Uh, Have a great day. Wow. Thermal events and thermal pressure events. Hmm. 
I love it. I, I uh, actually kind of like that too. I think it's funny. That you so, so here's here's what I like to propose then, because uh, our chat room, the the genius Rickles level comedians that they are, oh, always yeah. coming up with pod fading whenever we talk about missing a show. Sure. Uh, all right, you you clever individuals, you Norm McDonalds of the chat room world, <laughs> yeah. uh, see if you can come up for a euphemism for pod fading. That is not pod fading. So, you know, a yeah. a rapid, unscheduled, uh, deep, deep podcastinization or yeah. something. like Something in that vein. We would love a new yeah. term for that. Yeah. That's an amazing yeah. thing. Flex your, flex your comedic muscle yeah. uh, for, for uh, you know, something, something better. Something better, betterment of mankind. Because we've, we've been holding on to that pod fade term since like 06. Oh my gosh, no kidding. So it's time for something new. It's time. It's time to retire pod fading. Yeah, so, F yeah. pod fading. It's stupid. Rapidly, <laughs> look at some of these. Pod fighting, rapidly unscheduled career dissolution. That's pretty good. That's right. Failure to yes. communicate. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden unscheduled, unscheduled, host unscheduled host flex time is really good too. Tide yeah. pod eating. Eh, Claire, I don't know about that one. Oh, Claire. Oh, Claire. Oh, yeah. Claire, I got to tell you, by the way. We're, so we're in, uh, what season? You, you told me you're downloading some Taskmaster 2 or queuing up. I'm sorry. Your, your, your finger's hovering over the play button on yet another recommendation. As soon as, as, soon as uh, Picard Season 3 is over for me, I'm going to do some Taskmasters. That's the Oh, plan. good. Okay. There is a woman in the current season we're watching, and I think we're in the middle of Season 13. Hmm. Uh, her name is Fern Brady, and uh, uh, I, 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 I'm enamored with her. I don't know what it is about... Oh. Uh, Brian, got a new TV uh, crush. Brady, yeah. but but it, there's suddenly like she walks in. I think I can't. I think she's she's either um, she has a really really thick accent, and then her Wikipedia page says that I think she was born in Ireland, but that she grew up in Scotland or uh, grew up in uh, the UK. I, I can't remember. She's Scottish. Yeah, she walks in to any task and goes, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> And she's, ah. this, she's this cute little adorable thing. Um, and she goes in, oh, no. That's great. She's like a, like a Warcraft dwarf walking into a oh hard quest. God. That's amazing. She, uh, she's, and she's uh, got autism. And she like uses her platform as a comedian to, um, you know, to, uh, to educate people about autism and stuff like that. She's, she is fantastic. I just I love watching her reactions to everything. So Claire says yeah. she's, I don't think she's Glaswegian. Is that how you say it? Like someone Glaswegian, from Glasgow? Yeah, from Glasgow. Yeah, Glaswegian. I've never heard Glaswegian. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a sucker for a Scottish accent of any sort and um, yeah. pretty much will have oh, a crush you on to- you. Decide, it doesn't even matter what sex you are. I don't care your proclivities. You got a Scottish accent. I'm freaking into you hardcore. Yeah, That's how it works. Yeah. Her, uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage. I could listen to oh. Shirley Manson talk all day long. Yeah. Love her, yeah. Uh, love her, her accent. But yeah, I mean, if you, if you end up watching whatever season of, uh, Taskmaster she's in, you're just going to basically, uh, <laughs> you're going to adore Fern Brady like I adore Fern Brady. I will Brady. watch for it. So how many, se- excuse me, how many seasons are there? And should I start I at the be- beginning? They're about to launch into the, f- um, the fifteenth season. Oh! I would say, yeah. There's a lot of seasons. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's uh, the, here's a couple seasons you need to watch. The one with Noel Fielding, hands down. Actually, there are two with Noel Fielding because uh, uh, he appears in two seasons. Do he host? Um, that was what he, he was. No, no, no. Host is always um, Greg Davies and uh, Alex Horn. Little okay. Alex Horn. 
Horn. Oh, little Alex Horn. Okay. Little Alex Horn. Yeah. Um, who's not little. He's like extremely tall. And he's actually, he is the brains behind Taskmaster. He writes all the tasks, but he also appears as the lackey to Greg Davies, even though he's kind of like the, that's the joke is that he's really the Taskmaster. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, Claire sent us something in our DMs, oh, by gosh. the way. Oh, gosh. It's a, some Scottish bullshit or something. Is she going to yell at us for our pronunciation of Glaswegian? Oh, here it is. I'll play it. Glaswegian. Weegian. Like Ouija board. Weegian. That's a soft G, Claire, not a hard G. She's yelling at us in the chat. It's a hard G. It's a hard, Yeah, that's a... Hold on. Let me play that's it again. A, Glaswegian. So Weegian is a hard G. Weegian is a soft G. Or a soft G, Glass, I mean. Yeah. Glaswegian would be a, a hard G. Yeah, so, you have it uh, backwards. Yeah, yeah. Backwards. Claire uh, apparently can't tell soft from hard. <laughs> let, that, uh, let, let that be known to, to all of you out there. That uh... Uh, Nice. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so watch the one with Noel Fielding. I, you know, that's like season two. I think you can start with season two and just, just make your way through. It's okay. so, so good. All right. Yeah. I'm kind of into it. I saw something yesterday. What did I see? That I'll tell. I'll tell you this: the tough seasons are the ones with um, where during COVID they didn't have an audience. Yeah, and it's just the five contestants and the two hosts sitting on an on a stage with no with some very little audience piped in uh, or not piped in audience noise. But after they taped the show, they then showed it to an audience, and they and then they recorded the audience's laughter. But. They then they added it back to the show. It still feels really weird. It doesn't feel right. Mm. Yeah, but they don't. It's gone now, right? They're not doing that now. It's over. No, with. no, they're back to having an audience. Yeah, and, that's and, good. Uh, oh, season fourteen is uh, TV's Travis. He's saying, yeah, Dara O'Brien. It's Bre- uh, Dara O'Brien, but it's spelled B R I A I N. I think, mm. and it's pronounced. And he's also, and he is Irish, right? Dara O'Brien. I don't know. I think is right. Anyway, he's great too. It's a really good Manya Chihuahua. And yes, that's the guy's real name. Manya yeah. Chihuahua. Yeah. Um Yeah, he is Irish Darabreen. Anyway, it's really, really good. So for those asking where you can get it, Pluto has six seasons, which is where I'm gonna start it. Um, because they're free. And then after that, uh Amazon, Apple, Microsoft. Yeah, Google. I pay. I I it is the it is the one thing that I happily pay for on uh on Apple is buying seasons of Taskmaster. Yeah, and they do. Um, I thought BritBox had it. I don't see it here now. I thought BritBox had it. They don't have it. So don't look at BritBox, everybody. I thought they did. They don't. And maybe you have a complex friend that can help well, it's you. It's probably out. a very complex way. Yeah, of, uh, there might be a complex. Yeah, Sarah way to Milligan. Do it. it is a. It's a. It's a really good season. John, what's his face is funny. Uh, yeah, the, the current season, season four, not current, but the season I'm watching, season fourteen, is really really good. Nice. Anyway, um, I'm now going to play this call. This is from Ian. Okay. I am sci-fi, and it's something for Brian. All right? Oh, good. Okay. So enjoy this. Let's see what we got. Hey, Scott and Brian. It's Ian. I am sci-fi. If I can't get Discord to work, I may as well at least leave a voicemail. Brian, I don't know if you've checked out uh, Dune at all. I forget whether or not oh, yeah. it's been one of your recommendals over the past couple of months or year or whatever. But season two just started up, and it's called Schmicago, and it is absolutely amazing. The theater part of it has just been ramped up to 11 this time around, and they've got parodies of Company, Chicago, uh, Sweeney Todd thrown in there for good measure. 
So if you have not checked it out, please make sure to do so, and I'm sure you will very much enjoy it. Love the hobo. Talk to you guys soon. Tell me what Schmicago <laughs> is and Schmickadoon and all that. Schmickadoon. So this is a series with uh, Keegan-Michael Key and um, Cicely Strong from SNL as a couple... <sighs> Right, we've only watched season one, and it was it was year a couple of years ago when it first came out. And I want to say that this was actually Nicole recommendal recommendal, mm. but um, Tina and I watched it as well and really loved it. But they find this town called Schmigadoon. They they're hiking, they're kind of in the uh, on the outs. This couple, and they stumble upon this town called Schmigadoon, where everything is a musical. Where basically they've walked into a 1940s Hollywood. I'm carrying lumber to the shop. Do 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 do. And you know, basically everybody, you know, every song is a musical, and every uh, everybody communicates that way. Okay. And uh, it was hilarious because you know they're the they're like experiencing this as like, all right, well, why are you guys singing? Well, no, what? Okay, do I need to sing along? Is that what you're expecting? And um, anyway, first season was great. Second season, I know, just came out. We have not started watching it yet, but. The cast list, the people they've added to this thing for season two, looks amazing. So yeah, we're there. We're it's there. Already got crazy. Up. Like I'm just here's a, a thing I just put in our chat. That that group there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see Alan Cumming. I see. Oh, careful! Don't watch Alan Cumming. <laughs> I see. Uh... God, how can you tell anybody in this thing? Well, Alan oh, yeah, Cumming, Alan. and then on the far left, you got the what's her name from. Uh, uh, oh yeah, Thirty Rock, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Thirty Rock, and yeah. yep. Uh, what's her uh, single female lawyer before that? What was that called? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie McBeal. <laughs> I can only think of the Futurama thing they made fun of. Yes. I never remember. Uh, yeah, Allie McBeal. That's right. I can't think of her name though. It's like uh, Blondie uh, Mc, Blondie McPants. I don't know. I know. I want. Jeez, uh, uh, Jenna. Jenna something. That's oh, it. Jenna was her character on Thirty Rock, isn't oh, it? Dang it, no, uh, Krakowski, right. something Jan Krakowski, Janet, Jane, Jane, Jane Krakowski, Jane, Jane Krakowski, okay, Jane Krakowski, there she's Louise. Yeah, she's she's she seems to be great. Yowza. Uh, anyway, so yeah, excited to watch this. Right now, we are watching season two of uh, Perry Mason. Speaking of, um, oh, yeah. Matthew Rise. Yeah. Did you know they were a real uh, couple? The reason that they cameoed and uh, he did the cameo in Cocaine Bears because those two are like together. They have two kids. Elizabeth Banks? No. Um, and, and, uh, who? Uh, Felicity. Oh, Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell. Oh, really? I had oh, no I didn't idea. Know that. Yeah, a bunch of people send me pictures of them like out at a park pushing a stroller around, holding the hand of a little three year old, just looking all oh. casual and married. That's I, cool. I, I, oh, good on them, man. Yeah, I had no idea. They must keep yeah. it kind of quiet because it feels like something I would have heard. But anyway, uh, very cool. I want to watch uh, yeah, that. How is season two? Because I love season. Perry one. Mason season two is fantastic. Um, uh, Shea Wiggum is back. It was in season one, but again, good. Can't can't beat some good old Shea Wiggum. Um, uh, what's his face? Brother on weeds. Uh, oh, I like him. Kirk. <sighs> Kirk something. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Kirk Pumba is his name. Kirk uh, Pumba. Um, that brother is hilarious. What is his name? Yes. His name is Hunter. Nope. His name is oh Justin Kirk. Justin Kirk. Oh, that was the problem. Is I was trying to, I was thinking Kirk first name and trying to build off of that. Yeah, Justin Kirk. Um, anyway. Oh, he's oh, got a face for the forties and fifties. That's great. He does. Yeah. And he's, so you see him in his like his uh, his his look. Yeah. yeah. But even like his IMDb photo, you look at his face and go, Oh, of course you're in a period period piece yes. set in the forties. Of course you are. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, it's great. And uh, 
Love it. Um, so as soon as we finish that, um, we're watching. Uh, we're watching. I think we're watching Schmigadoon because some of the stuff that we're waiting to see, and I won't mention them here because I'm saving them for recommendals, um, isn't isn't finished. Uh, hasn't wrapped up yet. Mm. So, well, oh, has Schmigadoon actually is a really good question. Is as or Schmicago, I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just call it? So they literally changed. The I think mean, it's doing season two, but I want to say it's called Chicago Shm- is the is the is season the, title. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. May third is the most recent episode. It looks like oh, it looks like all six are out. There we go. May third oh, was uh, six. episode six. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Boy, there's a show I'm recommending on Wednesday. I wish was all out and I could binge. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'll be talking about it on Wednesday, but it came out already. But man, I am all about what I saw. Holy crap. Can't wait for that shit <laughs> to work itself out. And I've even read all the books and I already know what happens, but I still can't wait. Nice. Uh, all right. Let's move on to some news. Uh, we're, we're, we know that one yeah. of the important things we do here on the show is we keep our listeners informed. That's so right. today's yes. one important. of those days. <laughs> That's right. That was freaking loud, wasn't it? Uh, today's news is brought to you by... Brought to you by Soundography, a brand new episode of Soundography. It is Soundgardenography. Yes, we listened to the entire library of uh, Soundgarden and Chris Cornell, and uh, my God, we loved it. Uh, spoiler alert, we loved it. But what did we think uh, overall? Like, you know, uh, highs and lows, uh, favorite songs that aren't greatest hits, etc. Well, you'll just have to go to our website and listen or go to your podcast app, Soundography or Soundography.com if you want to subscribe. Go check it out. And uh, uh, and, and me and Hammond and, and all that stuff in one place. Nice. I love Cornell. I love Sound uh, or I love yeah. Soundgarden. And I really like uh, everything else he did, solo or otherwise. Yes. Oh, yeah. We talk about um, the uh, Audio Slave and yep. uh, Audio Slave. Yeah, Audio Slave. Audio Slave. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, they were yeah. great. Morello in Good there. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, all right. Let's move on to this first story. This is an Uber story. Mm. You mean uh, it's just a very, very? It's a very high level story. Is that what you mean? Nope. I mean it's about driving oh. people around. And I'm going to play oh, this. Be okay. well, and yeah, obey traffic regulations. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. The weirdest items people have left behind in Ubers. Brian, we're going to see if any of these have been left in your lifts before. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's not unusual, says, uh, what's his name? It's not unusual. Uh, Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Couldn't think of him. For rideshare passengers to accidentally leave everyday items behind in the car, from phones to bags uh, and so on. But Uber's annual lost and found index reveals far more unusual things that people report missing. Now, we have covered this list before in previous years. However, this year's list is pretty weird. Uh, The most unusual item reported missing was a Danny DeVito Christmas ornament someone left in a car. I love it. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's great. Yep. (laughs) I want to know what that looks like. Is it... uh um, is it uh, like a always sunny Danny DeVito? Is it uh, a taxi Danny DeVito? Don't Alex Rieger, come on, get your get over here. I well, got a fare for you. Let's see what it does. Ornament. Let's see if there's one listed somewhere. Oh, I think it's oh. Well, on Etsy, there's a thousand of them where people just making oh, I'm them. I'm sure so, handmade yeah. Danny DeVito ornaments. Yeah, there's one that looks like a Dorito. That's pretty cool. That's right. Oh yeah, the penguin. That's a good obvious one, right? Is yeah. that you know the cobble pot from uh, Batman Returns? Returns. Yeah. yeah. Second one. Such a weird movie. Yeah. Um, 
the outlaws among those other or among the weirder things, he also had an assortment of animals, which included a toy poodle. Somebody left hamsters in the car, uh, two turtles and a rat. Uh, but here are the big ones. All right. Here are the ones that are they're strange. A fog machine yeah. got left. That's huge. Those are not small. Tristan no. had one of those. That would be the hardest thing to leave behind. Did you use right. one of those when you were doing wedding uh Wedding um, DJ. Uh, no, we had a bubble machine, so it would sit on one of our one of our giant speakers, and uh, uh, the wor- it was the worst. Oh my god! So yeah, it would it would fire bubbles out into the crowd, and then we had a light, you know, one of those disco balls with a light thing, and that would reflect on the the bubbles and stuff. Sure. Here's the here's the big problem with that. Two big problems with that. Number one, you have to fill it with liquid. Yeah, like right? soap stuff, right? And yeah. and it never uses up all the liquid throughout the night, which means that. A, it's gonna get knocked over by a drunk couple dancing or some mm. dude trying to trying to do the hustle, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, if if it doesn't get knocked over and dumped out, then you have to figure out what you're gonna do with the bubble liquid in this thing, and so you've got to find a bathroom or find some place where you can dump it and clean it out. Yeah, horrible. Not that worth sounds it. awful. Not worth it at all. Yeah. No, it's barely worth having yeah. that. I got a bubble gun gun thing upstairs that yeah. shoots bubbles yeah. out of it, and Van loves it. It's a freaking yeah. nightmare to take care of that thing. I hate it. It is, yeah. Exactly. Bubble liquid is uh, is is the, the like the worst, second worst substance known to man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the first. Let's is. just say, well, let's say it's mayonnaise. Let's say let's go there for okay. jury, for jury's sake. All right, just Justin uh, Robert Young, yeah. mayonnaise yeah. done. Yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah. Uh, an ankle monitor was found in there as well. So that means somebody. <laughs> Somebody's in trouble, dude. They lose that, right? Or somebody like somebody is watching this, going, "Wow, they are this person, uh, mm. this former inmate is really going all over town." Yeah, he's just <laughs> taking the longest drive he's ever had. Pregnancy test didn't say whether it was positive or negative, but it was there. <laughs> I hope they didn't hold wow. it in their urine stream while say, driving. I hope they didn't conduct the pregnancy test. Yeah, Jeez. don't don't pee on stuff while you're in the car. Sixteen ounces of fake blood. Okay, I'm hoping it was in a container marked fake blood as opposed to they had to send it to a lab to find out that it was fake blood. It's also awfully specific. 16 ounces, you know. Oh, I'm never driving Anna Paquin again. Nope. Nope. She's the truest of the bloods. Get out of my car. That's right. Uh, Remote controlled vibrator. Oh, yeah. Did they? Hopefully they left the remote, too. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But you see, there's TikTok videos of people using this thing. They walk around uh, town (laughs) and the guy behind her's got the the remote oh i imagine somebody had one of those going in vegas i just have to assume that that that's a that's a deal some people do that uh star wars lightsaber weapon it says it's a star wars style oh style weapon lightsaber weapon so that you don't get it confused with all of those other style light lightsaber weapons like the (laughs) what do they mean like maybe they mean it's off brand or something like a dollar store version or maybe i think it's just somebody like uh instead of saying well it's a star wars lightsaber weapon it's a star wars style you know yeah the style they use in star wars yeah in the styling of star wars we have made a style they use in lord of the rings for example That's really dumb. Uh, this is the this is the one that blows my mind because I guarantee it's more than this. Uh, but they have the number two fingernails. There's way more than that in these cars. Way more. Yeah, for sure, for sure. People no are peeling their fingernails off all the time. Yeah, you just haven't found the other eight. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe what they mean is the full like cuticle up to tip nail. I, oh, or or maybe they were fake nails. Oh, good point. It could point. be like yeah. uh, fake because they well then they would have put fake nails. Remember Lee press on nails? Remember back in the day? Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. In the 80s, uh, uh, all our girlfriends had Lee press-on Lee nails. Lee press-on nails, exactly. They don't have yeah. those now, I don't think. Or maybe they do still. Uh, I don't know. If I... If I heard somebody clipping their nails in my in my car while I was driving them, I think I would say, if you don't cut that, I think I would say, if you don't cut that out, I'm pulling over and I'll wait for you to call another lift, but I'm leaving you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I am not. Here's the deal. You didn't. We need to get, you need to, okay, we got a plan here. Next time you're driving and you hear that, okay, and, and maybe yes. the music's too loud and maybe you never will, but let's just say you yeah. hear it. No, I never have the music so loud that I wouldn't be able to hear that. You need yeah. to turn your phone on, video. Yeah. I, we need to hear you say this to that lady. I need to hear it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You guys, you will get to because I I have a uh, ring uh, car cam in my car now, front and back car mm. cam. I usually leave the, the interior facing one closed, which is probably dumb with me lifting because somebody's going to do something to me that's probably a good idea for me to capture it on video but right. uh right um but i also notice when the thing is on and there's that little glowing blue light that shows that it's on yeah that that hardly anybody wants to have a conversation Oh, they shut up, do they? Do they punch down? They shut up. Like, it becomes, it's mm. like, and I don't mind the occasional quiet ride, but it's basically like, uh, uh, hey, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. And then it's like, I can't see it, but I know probably at that point they're noticing the blue light. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, uh, how's your, uh, do you got any good plans over the weekend? Nope. <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything. And this is all I have to say about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I wonder. Right, final, what if, what if, uh, if if Fern Brady clips her nails on my car? I'll allow it. Okay, uh, there's yeah. Chanel, Fern Brady. There you go. Uh, there's a few names, Brian. Allow he'll there's, allow there's it. Probably a, a really long list of who I'd allow to. Yeah, clip their nails there's on my some car. there's some people he he'd let through. Yes, Andy Garcia can clip his nails in my car. Yeah. Just so it's a just so it's not. Oh, Brian only cares about ladies. Nope. All right, Andy Garcia can Andy clip Gar- his nails in my car. <laughs> Andy Garcia is your one male exception. That's right. I exactly. love that. Brad Pitt, if he can put down his food for one. One second, he can clip his nails in my car. Oh, I don't. Does, do you think the rumors are true that guy never showers or something? There's a there's stock that he never showers. What? That Brad Pitt never showers? Yeah. Or am I thinking oh, of somebody else? Am I th- oh, I'm thinking of um, I'm thinking of uh, Gerard Depardieu because I'll believe that one <laughs> no, in a heartbeat. No. I, uh, uh, this that '70s show couple. Uh, Topher Grace. Oh, no. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton and Mila Kutcher. Kunis. Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. yeah, Mila Kunis. Uh, There's all this that's talk right. that never showers. That is the rumor that he does that Kutcher doesn't shower. Yeah, and that she doesn't either now, or it's some kind of it's part of their natural lifestyle. Whatever. <laughs> I know, gross, gross. Take a shower once in a while. Gosh dang it! <laughs> Who turned on the shower? It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people are tempted to leave stuff in an Uber or a Lyft because they want to be funny. You know, like a remote yeah, controlled vibrator or it's whatever. Like, it's it's hilarious but then uh you you know you don't get to see the aftermath you don't get to see the um the the actual comedy bit of them discovering the thing that you they've left in the uh uh in the in the uber maybe you're hoping to make this list or something you know like that's right i've had two people leave phones one at the airport and then one that that i actually took the i did the all the legwork to hunt this person down and get their phone back to them yeah and because i knew that they i drove them to their waitressing job first thing in the morning and i could tell it was like ah you know i've got to do this and gotta gotta pay the bills and uh, then i drove back up to boulder on my own dime and returned the phone to her how was your tip from her 
Is that okay? She gave me 15 bucks, and that's totally fine. Because okay. it was $15 and like, and I even said, you don't need to tip me. She's like, no, no, I have to. I'm sorry. You, I, 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 you've done so much or you're like, you know, you've, you've made my day or whatever. No. And, but it was all like ones and fives, which I know is like, she got, those were her tips or came out of her tips for the day. And it's yeah. like, oh, if I could leave it in her mailbox and be sure that she'd get it, <laughs> then I would have done it. Yeah. But, okay. uh, and then some guy, uh, this weekend, um, like I'm dropped off. What was, was my last ride? And I'm heading home, and I get a call, that a phone number I don't recognize, and I say, this is Brian, and I usually don't say it that nicely when I don't recognize the number because I want to let telemarketers know that I mean business. Yeah, you're This you're is trouble. Brian. Yeah. That's how I say it. Yeah, you're trouble. You're not, you're not just going to take their bullshit, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're starting off. We're starting off at a level five. Don't yeah. push me. Don't yeah. push me up. That's right. But anyway, he says, uh, hey, uh, this is Alex. I was just in your car. Uh, did I leave a pair of sunglasses in there? Nope. I said, oh, hold on. So let me check. And so I find the next convenient place to pull over. I get out. I look all over the back seat. I don't find a pair of sunglasses. But I do find that someone during that day had gum on the bottom of their shoe, and now there is gum on my freaking floor. Now. Oh. Well, to their credit, maybe they didn't know. They tracked it in. But that's that's the that's that's my that's what I have to basically. You have to live with that thought. Yeah, that's just going to yes, be how it that is. Somebody didn't just dump their gun gum in my uh, or gun <laughs> or gun dump yeah. their gum their Star Wars style uh, gun <laughs> the Star Wars style blaster. Yeah, um, you know from Star Wars. Uh, if, you, yes, if exactly. you've seen Star so Wars, I, I now have to like yeah. ice and uh, scrape and all that stuff. Oh, it's did that work? Have you done that, or did that work? Have I you... started the process and uh, put some ice on it, and then um, got too sucked into Perry Mason and forgot I'd put ice on it. So Damn. I have soggy gum and a floor mat. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, realized <laughs> you in effect you put water on it. Nice job. It's exactly what I, I put. Some, I put some nice cold water in it. So I'm going to fix. I'm going to continue fixing it uh, after the show today. Speaking of lost phones, I don't know what happened but right before vegas we have we found two lost phones in the same day which is unusual we found you one, find them? found one in a um uh inter, or a um, intersection crossing on our way to breakfast to this place we like around here and it was just laying there shattered up pretty good uh couldn't it wouldn't work it wasn't on so we just took it to the restaurant we were heading to and just said in case they come by here, we don't know who this is just yeah. you know and she was fine doing that and then there later that very same day we're walking around the lake another phone face down on the on the path that one was working so we're like all right we're going to take this to the closest place where they could do similar as the restaurant but also we're going to wait for the call yeah and the lady yeah. called and said hi is this my phone you know she's like yeah how do you answer thing. like that's the thing right so you've got their phone yeah i wrestled with this when this happened uh to the the person in boulder like I was waiting for a call. I kept that phone with me. Went to the bathroom. Kept the phone with me the whole day. Kept the phone with me. Finally, she gets a call. I'm like, I I answer the phone. Hi, I have this phone that belongs to the person you're trying to call. Do you know who? No. How I can get in touch with them? Yeah, it's weird. That's all you can do, right? And you hope it's not a telemarketer going. Hi, would you like to save ten percent on your insurance by switching to Geico? Right, yeah, I was. So. That's what I was worried about. Is we get calls from something else, either something random like that, or someone's mom, or you know. Right. So how do you even do the conversation? <laughs> but it was luckily it was the lady who dropped it. Yeah, and yeah. I said, uh, or Kim's Kim had it, and Kim's like, "Well, it's a little scratched up because it was kind of banged up, like mm -hmm. cracked and stuff." 
Sure. But she was like, oh, you're just going to save me. Oh, this is so great. Where do you want us to meet you? And we just took it to a grocery store and dropped it off. Um, I'm still waiting for the karma payback, though, and all that. So, uh, karma, where's my payback Payback for getting these two people their phones back? Okay? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready you, for you, may, you might have to look back. Maybe you're, you know, you've, you've got uh, thousands of followers on, on TikTok. Maybe that's your oh, karma shit. payback. That's my payback. It's in <laughs> maybe retro. Maybe you've gotten the good thing, and now you're paying for the good thing <laughs> by doing nice things for uh, people forever. See, for this, is, this is the problem. It's so undefined that nobody knows how karma works. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Uh, oh, I've already borrowed. I've already gotten the loan, the karmic loan, and I'm paying it back? Yeah. Oh, darn. Okay. All what right. Is, well, what, what a shame. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to move on to the story about some Americans who did a thing that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> Americans caught smuggling 375 pounds. That's our measurement. I don't know what it is in uh, kilos. It's a lot, though. What is how many it's kilos per pound or how many pounds per kilo? Uh, no I no idea. That's one. That's one. Uh, that's one conversion I never bothered to learn. Yep, didn't either. Never had a need to. But anyway, 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups into Israel. Uh, they're blaming TikTok somehow. Okay, so I'll read the story. Israeli okay. officials found a strangely sweet surprise in an American tourist suitcase this week. Security at the Ben Garon, is, is that how you say it? Ben Garon Airport? Ben Garon? Ben Gurion. Ben Gurion. Ben Gurion. Ben Gurion. Probably some famous. Sorry, pulling, up, pulling up the Indian in the middle stuff. Sorry. Oh, it's totally fine. <laughs> please, please continue. And I'll, I'll continue. Participate you as know much what? As I can. I'll continue. Uh, this is at the International Airport in Tel Aviv. Uh, they unzipped the American couple suitcase and were bursting. Uh, it was bursting with about 375 pounds <laughs> of fruit roll-ups on May 2nd. Uh, nice. There was a whole video and stuff around it. Um, it wasn't the first time Americans have been caught sneaking cavity-inducing amounts of fruit roll-ups into Israel this week. In fact, it wasn't even the first time of the same week. The what? Why is sorry? My Mac is yeah. freaking out. Okay, there we go. Uh, let's see. First time this week, uh, about 661 pounds of fruit roll-ups were conf- confiscated within a week, one week of the airport, according to the outlet. Sure. Uh, they apparently, this is some kind of TikTok. Yeah, that's thing. what uh, somebody in chat is saying. Uh, a whatnot and uh, merman, I should turn to be. 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 Sure. I think I'm saying that right. I mean, those are the words that, uh, they're unless it's Mermani, should turn to be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at all these. What the frick? Yeah. So people apparently uh, know what to... Uh, there's, apparently, there's uh, wrapping... Wow. Uh, oh, people are saying putting wrapping around ice cream. I hope that's what it is. Is that what but it is? But it sounds like it's also wrapping them around... Uh, Wieners. Oh, well then, okay. The sexual act of wrapping them around wieners. But, uh, <laughs> okay, droves of TikTok see. creators created videos or shared videos of them oh, trying yeah. out the latest snack innovation ice cream inside of a fruit roll up and a type of dumpling shape. According to the testers, the ice cream uh, hardens the fruit roll up, making it a delicious treat. Videos of the hack oh. have gone viral, 14 million views. But why Israel? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, look at that. Okay. All right. I'm kind of in. So it's, I was thinking it was rolled up around it like a, um, uh, you're basically creating a mochi ball, right? Isn't yeah, that basically like a, what you're doing? It's like a little just, dumpling type thing. Yeah. Right? This, uh, uh, here, I'm going to give you uh, a video or a uh, page that has a video on it of a woman enjoying 
uh, oh, here we this go. fruit roll-up concoction. And damn it if it doesn't look awesome. It kind of does. Okay. I hate to say how good this looks, but it does look good. All right. Look yeah. at this, you guys. Hold on. Oh, it's not playing, though. That thing you sent doesn't show. Where's video? There's video. Oh, really? There? Yeah, scroll down. There's uh, there's a TikTok, embedded TikTok video. Um, no? No. It's the foodandwine.com. Is that the one? Yeah, it's the here's why fruit roll ups are everywhere right now. I wonder if it's blocking. I wonder if it's blocking the embedded. Um, um, here, I'll give you. Here, I'll give you just a direct link to her TikTok. Oh, I think there I found you go. it. This blonde lady with the uh, boofed up hair. Yeah, the one. Well, there's one above that. Uh, look at the link I gave you in in Discord first. Okay, hold on. And because then there's uh, uh, Dime Store Gene Smart is the second performance oh there. yeah look at that oh yeah like a little dumpling like a little dumpling yes okay if i was 10 i'd do this I can't I, i'm 53 and i want to do this you, you should do you should do this great. and tell us what you think i this this would probably spike me too hard but i'd be very curious about yeah it, would, it is yeah I, I could tell when i was drinking that uh that frozen drink that i got on fremont street yeah <laughs> i could tell i could tell your i miss your, those uh, kind of things blood I, sugar was going <laughs> <laughs> just being around me. i love i used to love like any kind of slushy anything was kind of my jam and now i can't have those anymore yeah. oh it's a bummer but uh looks like the key is freezing but yeah i mean you basically are just turning it into uh, uh a mochi ball yeah or little, i guess it becomes harder than mochi so i guess it's um, it's i assume it like cracks when you bite into it yeah that's what it looks like all right all right um, I'm too lazy to go to the store. Actually, I do have to go to uh, Target today, so I'll look and see if I can oh, find uh, fruit roll-ups there. Yeah, TikTok. Room yeah, they have, a, uh, uh, they have a they have an exclusive. <laughs> Get ready to laugh at Brian. Okay, they have an exclusive uh, Hasbro action figure set with uh, one of Groot's transformations in Guardians of the Galaxy Three that comes with. Baby Rocket and uh, the dog Cosmo. Oh, and you can only get it at Target. And well, of so course you're one, getting this. Of course you are. I have one. I have one reserved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they only had three. They only had three in stock. So it's like, oh, I've got to go there now. Well, yeah. No, I. You know what? I thumbs two thumbs up. Way up. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, I'll show it off on the store tomorrow. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do on the store. On the show. On the show. Don't show it off on the store. I'll show it off on the store today as I walk around <laughs> looking. I got group. Uh, and then uh, when I get to the show tomorrow, then uh, then you'll tell us about how you were arrested and how that worked. Right, exactly. It didn't work. Yeah, and All then right. we tried wrapping a fruit roll up around Groot, and it just went poorly. And yeah, can't wait. It's going to be great info. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Bill Duran will join us. After that, we got Bobby. We got some science. All that and more mm-hmm. coming up. But uh, we got to play a song. So play that song. What do you got? Yeah, uh, July 14th. Uh, mark that date on your calendar. Get your calendar out. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, Okay, you got it out? Okay, good. I'm out. Uh, on July 14th, the brand new album from Mr. Wives comes out. It's called Nosebleeds. comes out July 14th. Uh, these guys are going to be touring with Bishop Briggs across North America all summer and fall long, so make sure you you uh, check them out. This is the band Mr. Wives, not to be confused with Sister Wives, uh, and the first single from the album, it is called, it is the title track from the album Nosebleeds, so which makes it called Nosebleeds. Oh, very nice. Here it is. We'll be right back. I saw it all in a crystal ball. The 
And we're back, everybody. Tell me again who that was. Sure. A band that is based somehow in both New York City and Los Angeles. Alt-pop group Mr. Wives. Uh, brand new album is called Nosebleeds. Comes out in July. That is the title track. How, do you, how does that work if you say you're in I know, It says places. today, New York City, Los Angeles-based alt-pop group. Uh, let's see if they explain. I, they're they're probably um, so just some them. of the band lives in one place, some of the band lives in the other place, and they either perform or or somehow record individually. Maybe they're just being there a hoot. Is, they're being a hoot. They are being a hoot. Um, yeah, there are so many paragraphs in this thing. I'm not going to read it. Wow. No. Who reads Who reads this this level of uh, PR? Nobody. Uh, not me. Nobody. Sorry. That's a bad idea. Don't be putting that much PR. TLDR it. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> All right, we're going to do some uh, some good quality Bill time, and uh, that starts now. There's still something wrong, isn't there, Bill? Oh, look who it is. It's Bill, <laughs> our good friend Bill. He is uh, all the way over there at PunishProps.com, and he's here today to, to share some cool creativity with us, because that's all things Punish Props. Hi, Bill. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Happy Hi. to be here. Oh, it's good to have you here. Some, you came up in conversation yesterday, and I'm trying to remember how. Uh... Kim and oh no no what was it Carter ah I can't remember we we're having a conversation with the kids and somebody said something and somebody said oh Bill could make that and I went boy he yeah. sure could and then that was the end of it but I don't remember what it was <laughs> but you know you could make anything I guess is the point it's starting uh, to feel that way I sure have uh, all the tools in my basement <laughs> that's right you can make whatever you want to make um, but we're gonna make content with you right now tell us uh, what you got going what's going on uh, well, we, uh, well, we, I mean, Brittany and I have over the last couple of months started to, um, 
sort of spool up a new 3D printing venture, let's mm-hmm. say, a new 3D printing thing that we're going to do. Uh, and we're still in kind of the early planning stages, but um, we'll be doing a lot of 3D printing prototyping. Mm. So we decided to buy a new 3D printer. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Uh, we actually don't have a lot of printers. I have an oh, Ultimaker. Really? Yep. Okay. Uh, that one's actually quite old. It still works really well, but I have it set up to print ABS for props. I was going to ask you. So that's a that's a filament. The the Ultimaker is a filament. Yeah. Deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I use ABS for props because I end up sanding all of them. Uh, but the new stuff I'm doing isn't isn't going to be prop related. I'm not going to sand it. So we got this new Prusa 3D printer, and we plan on printing only in uh, PLA. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. We nice. We got a kit. Uh, we've put together several 3D printer kits over the years, um, but this 3D, I don't know, have you guys, either of you put together a 3D printing kit? No, uh, I've never done it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I've uh, put together, I think over the years, four different um, filament-based FDM uh, 3D printers. So what does that mean? The, you get like chunks and parts and then connect them? And like, Yeah, you don't, it, it basically comes in like bars and stuff that you have to assemble. Like the, the hot end is going to be all one piece and the, the the mechanism that moves it and all that sort of thing, but you're you're basically assembling the frame that this thing sits in. Okay. Alright. And I, and, I yeah. didn't even know that was a thing. I thought you just buy a printer and you had all the stuff you needed and off you go. I mean, which is true, I guess, but there's a you way do to... just got a some assembly required batteries okay. not yeah. included all right the uh, what's cool about um well, let me see here so you can you can get one um fully assembled looks like I'm looking on their website it's nine hundred dollars and then for the kit it's only six fifty oh so you save quite a quite a few bucks by buying the kit hmm. uh, and you get to put it all together yourself I was really impressed like you Brian I've put together several 3d printer kits over the years mm-hmm. um this is the best, <laughs> the Prusa one. <laughs> yeah, the instructions are really good. They're printed, really good instructions. Uh, with past kits, that's been a problem, mm-hmm. especially ones yeah. from overseas. The instructions tend to be pretty lackluster. Yeah, uh, and then the Prusa machines. A lot of the parts are three D printed on Prusa machines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a giant three D print farm where they print a ton of their parts. And what's really neat about that is. Um, they can version their parts. So this machine has evolved over time, and all they do is spit out a new part, push it to all their printers, and now that all their printers are printing new parts. And on each part, you can look, and there's usually like a version number, which is kind of cool. So the uh, Prusa i3 Mark III S that I have (laughs) is not the same as the one that someone would have bought like a year or two ago. Uh, it's kind of neat how they're able to do that, iterate on the fly like that. Yeah. So if you, so if you, uh, can anybody do this? You just have to have half a brain to figure it out, or is this like a complicated yeah. mess? No, super easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know because I don't. I've never done that, and if I got a decent printer in here, I mean, this is always going to be true yeah. some, in some way, right? They can preassemble most of it, but you're still going to have to do yeah. some stuff on site. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you get just a massive box, like the the Cobra Max that I have would have had to come in a box probably about the size of one of those. Uh, uh, mattresses that expands once you open the box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it came in a much smaller box because it, it, you know, basically just, you're basically just putting all the bars and the frame and stuff together. And mm-hmm. it's so easy. The instructions are, are really yeah. good. And if there aren't good instructions, YouTube has somebody's, somebody's assembled it and put the video up on YouTube. 
Somebody's always yeah, bought oh, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, my for context too, though, my Ultimaker came fully assembled, right out of the, a huge box. But you pull it out, plug it in, and it's ready to go. Of course, that machine cost twenty five hundred dollars. So you pay for what you get, sort of thing. Wow. Uh, yeah. We've been printing a ton of stuff off of the uh, the new machine to sort of put it through its paces. Um, I'm really impressed with some of the new features. They're, these are not new for. 3D printers, but I have not had a printer with these features, so it can detect when the filament runs out and it'll stop printing. Yeah, which my uh, my Ultimaker does not do. <laughs> <laughs> it has it has mesh bed leveling. It doesn't actually level the bed. It just goes around and senses the height of the bed, and then it prints accordingly. Oh, see, so, that's a cool feature. That's a cool yeah. step forward because isn't that like the big hang up for a lot of people is trying to get that damn yeah. bed leveled. Yeah. It used to be like I remember the earlier days of 3D printing, getting stuff to stick down to the bed was always the the struggle. Yeah. Uh, and then also uh, power loss recovery. So if it, if a power goes out, um, it will uh, when you turn it back on, it'll be able to recover. And again, my twenty five hundred dollar Ultimaker, granted, it's like ten years old. Yeah. It doesn't do that. Yeah. Uh, if the power goes out, I have to then <laughs> figure out where the print stopped and then re-slice it at that point, print the rest of it, and glue it back together. Oh, wow. Okay, you're you're much more like I, I wouldn't even consider no. that worth the work. I just say, well, there's some plastic crap I've got to throw out, and I've got <laughs> yeah. to start well, it over. <laughs> if you're like a day and a half into a three-day yeah. helmet print. Huh? Yeah, that's true. Use... um. Uh, Get a little Raspberry Pi and put uh, Octoprint on there because that you know, will that will remember where you left off. That's a great idea. I'm actually planning on doing that on my Prusa so I can do cool time lapses with. The oh camera. yeah, I yeah, really very do cool. That. Yeah. Oh, somebody in chat says universal power supply. I our uninterruptible power supply. I do have one well, of those. I just my... wanted you to order something on UPS. <laughs> yeah, I do. My my Ultimaker is printed uh, plugged into one of those, and it'll run the machine for about 45 minutes. <laughs> Ask yeah. me how I know. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah, that's uh, the thing with those is they're great if you only have an outage that lasts ten minutes. But yeah, yeah it's not always yeah. true. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole uh, idea. So yeah, in fact, like the I- whole idea of those is just like, hey, the power's out. Now I can safely shut everything down. It's not so mm-hmm. much that I can run for forty-five more minutes. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, like I said, we've been putting it through its paces, and I've been doing a lot of um, uh, printing on the machine. And we've been going out and looking for people who uh, make and sell really cool 3D files, uh, which is fun. There are a lot of people out there now who are doing that, a lot of Patreons and stores where you can buy 3D files. And of course, I am an advocate for paying artists for the cool work that they do. Uh, so I've been tweeting about it over on my on Chimbeard on Twitter, um, some of the things we've been printing. Uh, this one place called JBV Creative Studios uh, has a bunch of cool things. I like printing stuff that are like kits that you can put together. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a multi-part geared mechanism that's really neat. You can either run it with a power drill or a hand crank, which is fun. Oh, cool. And uh, it makes a little Beyblade type thing spin around, uh, which is always a good time. Yeah. So that. that was a fun one to check out. And then uh, my friend Allie Katz uh, does... what's this called the ultimate picture frame so it's a modular picture frame for both imperial and metric there's a whole bunch of different kits and again you print the parts you need and you can assemble it to make a picture frame exactly the size you need give me give me five seconds i'm going to grab the thing i printed just recently all right go for it show off go for it awesome all right so the picture frame we put together and my friend uh sanit um spicy tie design sent us a drawing years ago we finally got it all framed up because oh nice (laughs) 
Fine, you know, sometimes projects start and then there's a big chunk of time. And then I'm you- pretty sure I got this this picture in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but I got I finally got it framed. Yeah, it was a pretty good year, so I, I you know, you probably probably for whatever reason sometimes we just put our stuff off. I was looking here at your um whoops, your Twitter account. Hold on, let me move that back up. Uh this did you this this re, sorry, this repost you did of Metzula in in uh Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Is that the thing and Brian's back. Maybe he did it. Brian, did you print that medallion that that Mitzula's wearing at the Disney yes. thing? Yeah, the uh, his his Grogu Flava uh, <laughs> Flav thing that he's he wore last night at uh, Star Wars Star Wars it's, Night. It's great. So good. It's, it's so great. Good. Yeah. He's all got, right. So if you saw the, him though, I'd, if you saw him in a Walmart, you might call security. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> you totally would. Yes, with those feet and everything. Yeah. So um, one of the people that I follow that I have a. Uh, Patreon too that does 3D stuff is Clockspring 3D and yeah. highly recommend them. They're on um, my list. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the skull box. Oh yeah. And it's got a nice little lid that you pop off here. Let me yeah. from this angle, nice yeah, little yeah. lid and stuff. Yeah. But uh, let me turn off my lights here because I want this to be visible. Yeah. It works with the uh, EL wire, oh, electroluminescent cool. wire. Yeah. And so. Oh, what? You, <laughs> so, you know, you basically run oh. EL wire through the grooves on this thing, and then you've got a uh, um, a skull box that lights up, and it's even got a place inside for the EL wire to... Uh, to terminate? Uh, to, to terminate, to basically to hang out. Oh, I haven't, dude. I haven't separated out the lid yet, but yeah, this is... Uh, I want to do some... This is oh. the damn coolest thing. Oh, I it's so cool. so cool. I want to make Tron stuff now. That'd be yeah. perfect for Tron yeah, you stuff. Can totally do Tron stuff. You can do, you know. You know that there's also there's a new LED wire that's very similar. It's about three millimeters wide, very similar uh, to um, EL wire. However, um, it is brighter and does not require an inverter that winds at you. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. So it's worth that would be worth checking out as well. That's a, so the, the the this thin thin lighting stuff is something i've been looking to explore and through 3d printing i think that's where i'm going to do it i love the idea of designing stuff where you then sock in these yes. made things and yeah. they just work yeah that's cool man totally i'm trying to figure out a way to do a um a lightsaber slash kyber crystal holder that uses el wire and like yeah like looks you know very yeah. very uh sith because it'll be red and black and stuff, and oh yeah, oh people use this um, on their car interiors, crazy. Yeah, I've never seen this before. Yeah. This is wild. I just news to me. It's only fourteen yeah. bucks for this much. Jeez, it's cheap. You, yeah, you get a lot of stuff with like I, I ended up with five different colors of EL wire uh, for fourteen bucks. Yeah, it's like and your own. Use the those, green for this. Yeah, those kits with like all the different. I think I have like three of those downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna order. Um, if I look up LED wire, no, it's. I'm not quite sure that what you would do to search for it, but Tested has a video or two on it. This thin LED wire. The only difference between the EL wire is you have to connect your um, leads on the op. You have a lead on one side of the wire and a lead on the other side of the wire. Oh, on this one I didn't. Yeah, for for EL, for, it, yeah. it's all on one side. Oh, I see what oh, you're saying. For, for LED, LED wire, you have stuff, to have yeah. a connection on both sides. Yeah, I yeah. gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. Um, um, wanna... I've seen Amazon has some. They've got a, let's see, a Toink brand, 100 feet RGB, four wire conductor cords, LED. I think that is that, that is that actual LED wire? Is that wire to connect your LED? Yeah, I'm not sure the exact the exact yeah. term to use. Yeah, yeah I can't find but, it. But um, 
Like yeah. I said, though, Norm, Norm did a video on it and tested. If you're if you're interested, in yeah, I'll go look, look for that, that. that stuff. And, I, and I'll be playing. I'll be ordering and playing with some of that in the coming weeks. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah. Very very cool, man. This is. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that box, Brian. Gosh dang it, that's cool. I know it's so cool. That'll be my. I'll use that for my um, uh, selfie for the for the show for the thing today. Uh, thumbnail today. We yeah. should do. We should get. Uh, we should make a 3D. I'm sure this would be easy. Actually, make a 3D printed. Um, uh, disc Tron disc. Oh yeah, and I'm really easy to do with the sort of translucent. I'm pretty sure someone's probably already done that. Oh, I'm, yeah, kinda, I'm, I'm more positive. Wire, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be so cool. I'd put that on my wall and never let it down. Oh, that'd uh, be really awesome. <laughs> all right, very cool. Always good. <laughs> never uh, gonna let you down. <laughs> always good. Getting some inspiration from uh, Bill and from Punish Props. Bill, anything uh, in the form of a bonus link yes. this week? Uh, speaking of tested, I just put a link in the chat in the in. Discord. Yeah. Uh, Tessa did a video covering some of the stop motion walkers from Boba Fett and Mandalorian. Uh, mm. Now, these were done over at Tippett Studios, and my friend Sean Charlesworth, another tested friend, uh, he works at Tippett and he got to make walkers, stop motion walkers for Star Wars. I think that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> oh, man. Are you oh, wow. kidding me? Dude, when they I was did- a kid, this is all I cared about. Uh, and they did lots of uh, 3D printing for it. Um, they did. So they got some stuff 3D printed in metal, and then they machined it after the fact. Mm. The uh, Spider Walker, its legs are yeah. all 3D printed metal. And I think oh, that's this is so thing. cool! I love that they didn't just go with the standard Star Wars AT-AT, you know, mm-hmm. looking thing. Like this thing with like the the claw machine and a cr- yeah, a crane and yeah. all those parts. Move. You could play with it. It's like oh. these stop motion uh, things are like the coolest toys ever. Yeah, I'm They're robust and oh, with the crane. The, that's announcing what Brian's talking about. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah right. I, I mean, want that on. so bad. <laughs> it looks so. Hate to say it, but it looks like something from that movie that you kind of like so much. Yeah, that one I sort of mention occasionally. Yeah, uh, yeah. Star Wars and Mad Max had a baby. Basically, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Uh, all right, great oh. stuff as always. Check out Adam Savage's channel, and of course, punishprops.com. If you're not already sub, then who the heck are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Bill Duran, have, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. See you, friends. Bye now. See ya. That link, by the way, on uh, quicktms.li. Aww. So those of you listening to the show, just go to that and you can check it out. Check it out indeed. Let's get science in here. Science. Yeah. Time to learn. Get some sciencey science all up in our veins. we got to mm-hmm. play this, though. Science. Bob is hungry. And the soup looks good. Well, sure does. Bobby's here, and uh, he's here from South Carolina. Uh, beautiful South Carolina. Uh, just one of the many folks we have on the show from South Carolina. <laughs> Part anyway, of our South Carolina collection. That's right. Here on TMS. You guys need to have a meetup of your own. Anyway, it's Bobby. And Bobby, it's good to have you here. How are you? I'm doing great. I've, I feel so relieved. For, for almost half a year... I've had this sense of sort of dread and uh, coming on the show every Tuesday has been really awkward for me because I've been really worried that one of you guys really hated me Yeah. Um, Yeah. because I never got a, I feel like I got kicked off of Brian's Christmas card list and um, 
I mean, I'm how do you so know? You don't know until somebody. <laughs> it's a hard thing to bring up. I get it. I get it. That's so true. I'm so I'm yeah. so glad now that because uh, I kept feeling like, my God, Bobby hates me. He hasn't said uh, thank you for the uh, five hundred dollar Amazon gift card that we included in his in his uh, Christmas card. I, it, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how weird. You know, this is a public service announcement. Then that communication is very important. You can just say what you're feeling That's to right. the people exactly. you care about. Yeah, if you like somebody and you're and you have a concern, don't. Don't sit on it. Yeah. You know, yeah. let it out. All right. Like right. Bobby, we let him out once a week to talk about science. And uh, he's here to do that today. Hey, Bobby, what's going on? I loved uh, some of the stuff you're working on for your current uh, episodes of the show. Like you were talking about. Um, oh, what was it? The uh, how not everything in nature is like someone says it's natural. It must be good. Yeah. And that yeah, yeah. concept. I love that stuff. That is such- yeah, we're trying to talk more about, or at least I am, I've always wanted to make critical thinking a, a major part of our mission at All Around Science. And it's it can be tough to, to decide to start doing a regular thing about that, because you worry about when you're talking about critical thinking and logical fallacies, you worry about, you know being really pedantic and talking down to people and being like, you're thinking wrong and this is the way you should be thinking. Yeah. Um, so we've, I finally found a sort of like way in with a news story that talked about, you know, healthy eating and, and, and natural foods and stuff like that. And it was from, you know, it was a way in to talk about, you know, the, the appeal to nature, logical fallacy, which we see a lot nowadays. So oh, tons. If you're interested in that yeah. um, and how, how that, you should definitely check out this latest episode that came out yesterday and look forward to in the future. It's not going to necessarily be an every week thing, but I'm going to look for more reasons to, to have like a recurring, like, let's, let's talk about this logical fallacy. There's a lot, there's a huge long list of logical fallacies. And, no. um, and, and they're really gonna... important to learn right. what they are, not necessarily because you need to be able, everybody suffers from flaws in thinking and you need to be able to recognize them, not just in others. That's not the point, not to, to point out other <laughs> to, people's mistakes. To criticize others. Yes. Oh, I yeah, like the, it though. It's a nice little, it's icing on the cake. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> it, it makes you feel good, but you also want to be able to identify when you are doing it um, yeah. yourself, you know? Yeah, and, uh, more more of that, better. please. Yeah. More people recognizing their own bullshit would be nice. That'd be, that'd right, be yeah, a right, real right, good right. thing for sure. But there I am talking down. Hey, uh, Bobby, let's uh, get into whatever you brought for us today, <laughs> though. What sort of uh, awesome science are we going to try to scale? So, did you hear? Did you hear that? Um, it was just on January. 30th was it january 30th oh never mind i'm looking at the wrong date um <laughs> on may 5th uh a couple <laughs> of days ago on january 30th was the day i marked on my calendar that i think my friendship with brian has been canceled oh, I it was see. a whole no. month after a christmas whole yeah. month yeah you gave you, <laughs> no. it was nice of you to give me that much leeway really yeah well you know things happen um but uh on may 5th of this year um the world health organization declared that the COVID-19 emergency is over. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Here's what I heard. I heard the 11th, and then somebody yesterday in my car said that they heard it was the 8th. Could Have they have they bounced around with dates? Have they like had a hard time pinning down? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I may have just, you know, sometimes you're looking at these articles, too, and you just, you're trying to figure out what date something happened, and, and yeah. it says like yesterday <laughs> or something in it, and you just right. quickly look at the date that it was published. So I may even have the date wrong. Uh, you know, no, I mean, you know, 
I seriously, two people said it not based on like yesterday or tomorrow, the thing will be over. No, somebody said the 11th. And then I, I said, oh, yeah, here the 11th, you know, is, is, uh, we can, we can call the COVID, uh, <laughs> nightmare <laughs> right. over, even though we'll still, COVID will still be a thing. Yeah. And they yeah. said, oh, I heard it was the eighth. And so we were trying to, figure out what was real a lot of people yeah, do jump yeah. to that conclusion though they go oh covid's over it's gone eradicated yeah, we've it's eradicated not, the yeah, virus it's not what it means it just means it literally means it's no longer an emergency mode it's kind of like think defcon we went from defcon four to three or we went from right, uh, right. well so what it really means is that we now can officially sort of say that covid is endemic yeah. it's no longer a pandemic mm. uh it's uh, the the official thing that was was being said was that uh, it, and this is why I actually wrote down January 30th in my notes here was that on January 30th on t- of 2020 was when the World Health Organization declared that COVID was a oh. public health emergency of international concern, mm. um, the PHEIC, uh, and so th- basically that has expired and not been you know it's it's gone and that might be what the 11th date is that maybe that's when this is something is going then when it's going to yeah. expire but it was just yeah, announced. Maybe. By um, by the the who chief, Tedros <laughs> the who chief, <laughs> who chief who chief yeah I like that um he uh d- finally just declared that that's what was gonna happen and like you said Scott that um and even even he emphasized that that the fight is not over for yeah. COVID it's just endemic we cannot you know just like dismantle all the things we've been doing his quote was he quote said quote last week COVID-19 claimed a life every three minutes Mm. so it's still happening you know like it's still people are still dying from COVID we can't just say we're done and then not do anything about it anymore Um, it's just that this is now we what what governments need to do is work this into um, if they haven't already, uh, work this into the standard operating procedures of how they handle yearly, uh, you know, illnesses that go around like the flu, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't know exactly what we're going to be doing yet t- entirely, but I'm I'm interested. I was talking to my wife about this. You know, she's a pharmacist. Stephanie was saying, I wonder how uh, she's she's interested to see in the fall what that's going to look like for her because they do flu shots they do all other all kinds of vaccinations at the pharmacy so is are is that just going to be part of the routine uh flu shots that they or the routine vaccinations they do in the fall so Mm -hmm. don't really know yet interesting so so um so it's like red alert but now we're at yellow alert that's the that's the, the Star Trek the Star Trek comparison is a closer thing, right? Because it's still everybody's yeah. still got to be eh. And if winter comes and suddenly a new variant starts wiping out half the population, be like, well, oh shit, we got to go back up to red alert, Captain, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that's fair to say right now, but um, but eventually you're not going to probably be thinking about it as alert levels at all. Right. Um, but the the who chief did say. Um, I know it's really funny. It's funny every time you say that. <laughs> he, he did say, I will not hesitate to go back to a public health emergency. Um, it sounded like he was threatening. He was like our parents, right? It's like, like, no. Don't make me stop this uh, yeah, endemic. Yeah. I will, I will turn this car around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, so, so he's like saying, seriously, we need to continue to take it seriously so if it's at the end, same does, time that this yeah, happened. Yeah. At the same time that this happened, um, I just read this morning 
that the current CDC director, Walensky, is resigning. Oh. Um, so uh, he's, a, so he's had a busy couple of years. I think if I worked in that job, I would if I if it looked like I had a window, I think I'd take it. You know? Yeah. yeah she, so she she started at um, <laughs> during the pandemic. Right. So so she took over with the, the start of the Biden administration and inherited a, a CDC that was that had a rapidly deteriorating deteriorating reputation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because of the Trump administration was was horribly mishandling um, all of the the pandemic stuff, and so her effort was to completely restructure—maybe not completely, but a major restructuring—of the CDC and their focus and their mission, and to focus more on public health and communication rather than just churning out papers and and science and stuff like that. Right. Did um, uh, so. Let me ask you this: You say we yeah. moved to endemic status, effectively. Mm-hmm. Does that mean every outside? Yeah, yeah well, I know. Someone's it, it, mowing. Uh, don't get me started. How do you yeah. even mow in that state of yours? Like when it's, I was in it's Mississippi, our, um, it's our lawn care guy, and and it, 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 I don't like this guy. Yeah. Oh, you don't like this guy. <laughs> don't like the look in his eye, do you? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So, anyway, sorry, go so ahead, this is what I was going to say. Uh, if it's endemic status, do you go? Does that mean that in September, October, every year we go in and get boosters? Do we go in and get regular old fashioned vaccines the way we do for the flu and that sort of thing? Like, what is the plan there? Or we, yeah, do we so I don't know. Yes, is the short answer to that. Um, we don't know whether it'll be, will they call them boosters or will they just call them COVID shots? I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I don't even know if technically we can, cons- do we consider the flu shot? Is that really a booster a flu booster i don't know not really um, I guess. but we are going to get something on a regular basis that's for sure okay uh, there's yeah. there's no way we're going to get around and by that. the but way just the so i can get it is, out there so i can stem off some yeah. emails all the listeners who are and you're you're fine to listen to the show but if you're an anti-vaxxer don't don't write in telling me what you think i already know what you think i already know so when we say what well, we have to get vaccines you don't have to come yeah. and tell me why you think I shouldn't get one because I guarantee those emails are already clacking away on somebody's keyboard. Just yep. stay there. We don't need it. We know. We already know how you feel. You're good. <laughs> we know. All right. We and know. It'll go right to the trash. Yeah, Sorry. It's not yeah, gonna yeah. Bother. What I always say to those people is we're not going to convince you and you're not going to convince us. So let's just let's just move on right yeah. like, let's just yeah. move past yeah. it exactly. if you need to yes. if you need to mute for a few minutes that's fine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's just let's just agree to disagree because we're not going <laughs> to convince each other um, even though I'm right but yeah so that's just that's just where it's going to be I think the bigger question when it comes to the endemic status of of covid is and and how the 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 shots are going to work is is it going to be like a combo shot with the flu or are we going to have to get multiples or something like that that's that's the the question I have right um, is what it's what is it going to look like you know mm-hmm. yeah um, well, interesting. I'm, um, I guess I'm, when I heard this, I had a feeling of, okay, that sounds right. Right. Like a kind of a common sense feeling of that's where we're at with this thing. And, and that's, that's good. That's better than, than what it could have been. Um, you know, the mutations ended up being less and less severe, but more catchy. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. I think as an alternative to, they're really, really severe, and everyone dies who gets it, right? So, like, the the trajectory it took was one of, like, 
it watered itself down to be more to be more catchworthy. And 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 to me, that was a positive direction. If you're going to have any positive direction, that's the one to have. And so when he said, yeah, we're the emergency's done. We're good. Uh, I immediately heard from some people around me. Uh, I'm not going to name names or anything, but some who are like, no, it's not done. It's the worst thing ever. Still, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask right now. This very second, like, like kind of freaked out, kind of hardcore on that end of it. Um, how do you do you have suggestions about how people should balance their thinking with this? Because on the one hand, it's like we don't we want government to be good at what they do. On the other hand, we don't trust them. And it's just kind of this weird, you know, everybody probably has a little bit of of that in their head about about the government or about what's being told to us or what isn't being told to us and when it's being told to us and that sort of thing. Like, I know there's not a lot of science to what I'm asking you, but do you what do you say to that? What do you think is the re- the best path for somebody to take who is either completely freaked out and still is about COVID or those who have definitely moved on? Like, is there what's the happy little middle place where, you know, where it's going to make the most sense for people to be. Well, um, I always tell people that, that you have to do what's, what makes you feel the most comfortable. Um, you know, when it comes to like personal, like how, you know, like what I've, what I've taken to calling pandemic hygiene, right. Um, which is, you know, the, the way you conduct yourself, um, at home and in public, you know, mask wearing, hand washing, all that kind of stuff. Right. For that part of it, I think you have to do what's going to make you feel comfortable. So if, if wearing a mask makes you feel comfortable, just do it. Um, if not, whatever. Uh, I like some people have, everybody has different levels of, of, uh, of threat detection, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to this stuff. Now, when it comes to, other things like like the actions you have to take in in terms of trusting whether to get a vaccine, you know, with the science changing on all these things all the time, we get a lot of information from the government, we get a lot of information from CDC, from scientists. Even on even on the level of scientists, you get debates about whether we should be getting the bivalent booster or not. There are some very very smart uh, people in the field um, that that are what that you know, call into question whether or not we should even get certain boosters because of whether they're effective or not. When it comes to that, I always say that what keep what I try to keep in mind is that the people in the... I'm going to say what I'm going to say first and then caveat it. Um, right. The people that are in the, <laughs> the positions of power like the government, um, they don't... They're trying to do their best for the people, Right. Um, so they're 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 being cautious and everything. Now the caveat there is that there are of course exceptions, um, and you <laughs> and in times of extreme pressure, you know the those kinds of advice can change all the time, and and it, it depends a lot on on your mileage may vary on whether or not you you trust the current government, right? Right. Um, but if you do, then just keep in mind that they're just, they're trying to help you. If not, again, it boils down to what do you feel comfortable with doing? You just have to, I don't know. I feel like this is probably, uh, at the core of this, this is more of a, a Wendy question, really, if you think mm. about it, because yeah. it, really, I think it has to boil down to if if you are the type of person who is who is really worried about what to do, 
and how to how to navigate this, then it might be more of uh, more of an anxiety stress yeah. coping thing, sure, right? Sure. And you have to deal with that before you can make rational decisions. Yeah. Um, and that can be hard. And we're getting further away from the really stressful part of all this. So it's becoming, I think, easier to make those decisions. But but this is not the last. That's not the last time we're going to see this happen again. Uh, probably, probably, <laughs> I mean, we will see this happen again. Do you think we're um, prepared mm-hmm. for it better? I mean, I, I'd like, I, I want to say yes, because I want to say you would think at least that much would be prepared for it just because we've depends on how long, like if it's a hundred years, everyone will yeah. forget again. But if it's like, yeah, just uh, like, yeah, 10 years it's from now, not, and I don't think it's going to be that long. I think it'll happen in our lifetimes. Mm. Um, again, and I want to say optimistically that we've learned a lot of lessons from this, but at the same time, I know that there's evidence that we haven't, and I know that there's plenty of evidence that just the people who were in the positions to make those decisions will often ignore, um, the, the good advice that they're being given. So it, it's hard to say. And so I, I try, because it's such a, such a hard thing to say, I try to, I try to lean towards my optimistic view that that we've learned a lot of good lessons and we're going to apply those lessons the next time it happens. At least on an individual level, we will. Sure. Um, you know, sure. so. Yeah. Well. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. We don't know until we get there. Everybody be nice. That's the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. Well, Bobby, uh, I do highly recommend people check out that episode um, that you just put up. It's very good. I listened to the it yesterday. The appeal to nature fallacy. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. And, um, you know, probably uh, stay subscribed because there's plenty of great science to be had. <laughs> you should do that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you can get that podcast anywhere, really, right? Just go search for yep. it. Yep. You could go to allaroundscience.com or you can just search for it where where the podcasts are found. Um, and, uh, and you'll, you'll find it. You'll yep. get it. Yep. You'll press, get it. press subscribe. If it's free, it doesn't cost you anything. Yep. That's right. And, uh, if you don't remember it, do like Bobby and make up a little song or a story in your head about what you memorized and where you saw it. And then right. you go find it. <laughs> Four Queens looked on the podcast directory for a show yep. that didn't get star dusted. Yep. And, uh, that's yeah. the one you nailed it. Uh, uh, Bobby have a fantastic week. That's the main thing. All right. Be good. Be nice. Do it all twice. We'll see you next time. All right. Excellent. That went great. Brian, let me tell you what else is great. What else is great? Tell me, Scott. What else is great? Ending this effing show right now. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Well, not for good, but, you know, just for today. Uh, yeah, we're at the end. So I do want to mention that we have a Patreon that supports the show. If you've not heard me say that before, then you might be new. And if you're new and you're thinking, what's a, what's a great way to support this cool show you just heard today? Uh, we have a way patreon.com slash TMS, where you will get no ads or commercials every day on your own custom feed that you get right there on the Patreon. Everybody at every level gets that, by the way, pre-show content every day. Also for everyone couch parties also for everyone. Mm-hmm. play dates art in the mail that's a certain level but you know so much stuff for yeah everyone. there's so much stuff it's in, it's embarrassing how much we've included for so little <laughs> so go take advantage of us today at patreon.com slash tms let's get out of here let's play some music to do that what do you have oh i have a song scott <gasps> i have a song and what? uh 
Um, this uh, goes back to um, something that um, I had a conversation with somebody about in Vegas. Uh, a guy by the name of Hootie42. You remember him walking around with his Hootie42 uh, name badge. Sure. His real name is David. He said, uh, my 42nd birthday is May 12th, and since I'll get to make answer to the ultimate question jokes for the next 365 days, I'd like to request to cover one of my favorite all-time songs, Come Sail Away by Styx, even if it's Cartman, LOL. Uh, ladies, also a close second. If you need a third option, go with Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. Um, if plans hold, I'll also be having lunch with Scott, quote unquote, today, which is actually in a couple days. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, right. right. A Thursday, yeah. I think, is the plan. Thursday. Uh, and if any of this didn't make sense, I'm still slightly drunk from TMS Live in Vegas as I'm writing this. <laughs> he really was. He wrote this, uh, yeah, on the 26th of uh, April, which was uh, right in the middle of drinking days. That's great. Um, but we're doing this early because we have a lot of requests for the same day. So come sail away. You're getting come sail away, Hootie Forty Two today. But before that, how about a how about a birthday uh, sound? Oh bite? yeah, why not? Let's party! Boom. Uh, very good. All right. Well, come on now. I love the Cartman version of the song. We've played it on the show before, so I'm pulling something that's new and uh, one of the. Uh, one of the really good shows that were part of the MCU that weren't on Netflix or Disney Plus uh, came out, I think, on, oh, what was it on? Freeform, I believe. Mm. And it was called Cloak and Dagger. And it was based on the, um, the Cloak and Dagger uh, comic book uh, characters. Uh, really cool series. I think it, the two seasons uh, in 2017 and 2018. Mm. And part of that soundtrack was this song by Olivia Holt. Olivia Holt! Uh, of uh, the song by Sticks. Here is Come Sail Away by Olivia Holt. Awesome. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of TMS. Goodbye.
like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. All you need is Italian salad dressing. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.